welcome to the Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm Sherry Davidson. And I'm Candace Rogers. This is our quaint, warm space where we will share our passion for well-being and explore everyday living in health, wellness, and design to help you thrive in your life. everyone, this is Sherry Davidson, licensed acupuncturist, integrative health and wellness coach, and former interior designer. And we are going to do a little housekeeping and let you guys know about some things that we have going on. And I would like to let you guys know about some upcoming classes that are going to be available for you guys. It is a yin yoga and mindful meditation. I offer these through Zoom once a month. You can find out about these or sign up for them or register. You can text CALM to 877-834-6688 and it will take you to the calendar where you can see Mm -hmm. when I'm offering the classes each month. You can also go directly to my website and go to the events page with www.element5om.com and that is the number five. And then this is Candace. I'm the interior designer. My business is Candace Rogers Interior Design. I'm also, in addition to doing residential and boutique commercial, I also have a wellness design practice. And if you text lifestyle to 877-834-6688, you can get a complimentary 20-minute design discovery call. And we can chat about what your design needs are or what you're interested in if you're wanting to learn more about wellness design. And then we can see where we can go from there to see if there's something that I can do to help you, if there's maybe some further design needs that you have. You can also go to my website, which is Candice design.com and we'll make sure that we put all of this in the show notes so that you have this information too. Oh, let's tell them about um, our newsletters. Oh, yeah. We each have newsletters. My business is Element 5 Acupuncture and Wellness. You can go to, again, my website. It will be in the show notes and you can sign up for the newsletter. You can also go to our Instagram account and click on the link there and there's a link for both of our websites are there. Right, right. Yeah, and I also have a monthly newsletter. Mm -hmm. I give updates on what's going on in the studio. I usually have some sort of design tip. And then a lot of times I'll have some examples of products or things that you can get if you're looking to update your space. Mm -hmm. So you can sign up for that too. And then you don't miss out on anything. Well, thanks y'all. Thank you. Welcome to the Health and Wellness Podcast. This is first of our sleep episodes. We're actually going to have two, sleep one and sleep two. And um, Why don't you tell everybody who's going to be on sleep two? Oh, yeah. So, we'll sleep, so sleep two is going to be Tracy Rupp. She is a PhD. She's also an acupuncturist out of Easton, Maryland. Um, she has a wellness studio with her sister, Heather. We're going to be interviewing Tracy all about sleep, and she used to be a sleep researcher. Well, I guess she still is. So I'm super excited to talk to her. Yeah, she has, she has a lot of knowledge, so it'll be fun and to get her. Ac- and she's an acupuncturist. And she's an acupuncturist, and I did the interior design for their wellness studio, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, too, so... I'm looking forward to it. That'll be fun. Yeah. But Sherry and I are just happy that we're here today. I know, right? And we're clean. We have showers and power, um, power and heat. 
and hot food. Well, and we had hot food. Yeah, just, but well, I think uh, for the people um, who don't know, we are we do live in Houston, Texas. So yeah. we were part of the storm storm when we had no power and um, no water for a few days. I actually my apartment didn't have it for four days, and Candace was so kind to invite me over um, because I was so cold. Uh, and I actually had power when I invited Sherry to come two, over. And two hours after I got here, your power went out. Yeah, we were like, no. <laughs> but your house was still warmer than my apartment. It was. You know, my um, apartment was built in the 1930s. Yeah. Super cute, but it's pure and beam. Yeah. And that's why my feet were so cold. And then I'm sure the windows are not, not the double not, pane insulated windows. And it's so. not insulated well at all. Right, right. So I was so cold on Monday that all I could do was just lay in my bed with a hat and gloves and, you know, a down comforter with four blankets. And um, it was miserable. <laughs> yeah. So we um, we finally got power back restored on, was it Wednesday night? It Wednesday at 9.30. Wednesday at 9.30 at night. And then water was another story. I think we finally got some water on Thursday afternoon, but then we just yesterday, we were lifted from our boil water advisory. Yeah. But you know, there still are people, unfortunately, in yeah. Texas that are still having some issues. I think there are still some people without power and I think water, uh, definitely without yeah. water. People that had their pipes frozen, broken, um, maybe even water heaters that leaked. We do want to say that in the show notes, we'll we'll put some information in there if anybody is interested and they want to help people in yeah. Texas or, you know, the storm has gone through other areas too. Yeah. We'll put some links in there like the SPCA, um, the Red Cross, oh, maybe some other food bank. Uh, food bank. Yeah. And so we'll put those in our show notes if everyone, if anyone is interested. But I, I mean, I do feel lucky because I didn't have any busted pipes. Had a, a basically majority of my plants are destroyed. They're just plants. Plants, they can be replaced. Yeah. Well, you so, did have that gas stove, I think. So. And I had a gas stove, <laughs> which we could have hot coffee. Yes, hot um, soup. Hot soup. We made a roast, and so yeah. that was really good. So the yeah. hot food really, really helped. Yeah. We just layered up. We made it through. So. We made it through. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> So here we are trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah, I think it's been, you know, I definitely I think we talked before we started recording um, that we were both so disoriented on Friday. Yeah, like very we were disoriented. Just like, and Friday through Saturday yes. was like just trying to get things back together. Mm-hmm. Like what just happened? I know. You know? Um, so I, I'm feeling um, like I'm getting back in the groove. And so, um, you know, I came here uh, this evening and it was like, I just left. I know. I know. You're like, I feel like I just left. I'm like, you did. <laughs> You were here for a while, but thank God we had each other and we did have the gas stove and, you know, we survived. So yeah, so back to, back Back to to business business and everyday living here, but, um, sleeping, sleeping. I didn't really have an issue with sleeping during this. No, you know, and I think, (laughs) um, one of the things that I know that I talked to you about on that Monday when I was at home all day and I was in my bed, all I could do was sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking, oh my gosh, like I'd read a little bit and I'd fall asleep. I'd read a little bit and fall asleep. I was like, is my body just trying to conserve energy? And, I think so. and, and just, yeah. we talked about the stress of just what was happening yes. and not knowing when it was going to end. Then I had the, the question of, you know, would I rather be without a heater in these temperatures or without AC in our summers? You know, because when you're hot, you can't sleep. You can't. Yeah, like, I thought about that and I. Came to the conclusion that I think I would rather the cold. have the cold because at least 
We weren't able to sleep at night. Even with some of our food, like in the refrigerator, Mm -hmm. we just put our food outside in a, in a covered like little cooler and it stayed cold. And my Mm -hmm. freezer was intact after all of this because we didn't open it. So that would have all been spoiled. So yeah, it's hard to kind of decide, but I think they're both miserable. I think they're both (laughs) miserable. Yeah, obviously. I guess if I had to choose, maybe I would pick colder. Yeah. Yeah. Minus the busted pipes. Not you, not you, but um, when it tends to be that cold. Yeah, yeah. Because that wouldn't have been fun at all. No, no, that would have been horrible, that. but yeah. I did prepare for some of that, so. Yeah. Um, so sleep you. was not an issue for us. <laughs> um, we did sleep well, but unfortunately, sleep is a problem for a lot of people. Every, it really is. Yeah, and there are over 70 million people, according to the CDC, who do not get a good night's sleep. Wow. And we're sleeping two hours less than last century. Wow. And that is due to modern technology. I was going to say, I would think that it's gotten worse because of technology, because we are on our phones, our computers so much now. We don't ever like disengage. We don't ever unplug. Like I I know that I have to force myself to do that. So I... Yeah. And then the lighting, like now we have this amazing light bulb. So Mm -hmm. we we aren't in rhythm with with nature. That's true. Um, And uh, so yeah, we're sleeping about two hours, two hours less. The recommended dose is seven to nine hours. Okay. Now every, you know, somebody can fall in Mm -hmm. and out of that like I probably could use eight, but I typically will get somewhere around seven. Yeah. But I don't know. I typically won't sleep nine. Um, oh, I've, I, you, I, my, I think my optimum is actually about eight and a half, nine, nine hours. Nine, but yeah. if I can get seven, seven and a half, then I know yeah. that I'm good. Yeah. But I prefer at yeah. the minimum eight, but eight. sometimes it doesn't happen. Eight is good for me. I like eight. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, when I think back when I was doing, uh, I was training for Ironman, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was getting up at, uh, you know, sometimes four o'clock in the morning and training. And then I would go to work all day and then I would come home because I didn't get home till 7 p.m. I still needed to eat. So I wouldn't get in the bed till like 10, 10 o'clock. Um, and then I would do it all over so again. So how many, so how was, many hours were you getting a night? I probably was getting uh, six or less. Wow. Okay. And, and then training. I, and training. So. And so, but when I look back at that, I'm uh-huh. like, I was so tired. You know, like I have, I'm an acupuncturist. And so sometimes at lunch, because I take an hour lunch, I would go take a nap, mm-hmm. you know, like because mm-hmm. I was so tired. And I didn't know that then. But looking back on it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so not recovering well. I would get catch colds a lot. And so, you know, I just really understood the value of sleep you know, going through that experience and then looking back Mm -hmm. at it. Like, it's so important to recover. Oh, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. And the things, you know, there's so many benefits of sleep. Uh, You know, people in our culture seem to think that we have to, you know, have our nose to the grindstone, you know, 24-7 or we're not accomplished, right? Well, people brag, too, about, about, you know, not getting enough sleep. Yeah. That's a badge of honor, Mm -hmm. you know, that Mm -hmm. they are, they're out there making it happen, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's always been kind of the stepchild of wellness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people focus on nutrition, they focus on exercise, they don't focus on sleep. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I know uh, Tracy will be able to talk a lot about this, but uh, they're finding that um, sleep is actually probably one of the most important things that you should be doing. Yes. They, they used to be equal across the board, and now they're actually start, some scientists are starting to think that sleep is the number one. Well, that's when we 
recover. That's when you, so many things happen Mm -hmm. when you sleep. And the benefits are, you know, reduced cardiovascular disease. You have fewer accidents. There is a big experiment. It's this global, well, I don't know if it's an experiment, but daylight savings time. Like when we when we go when we spring forward, we lose oh yeah it out, yeah. There is a rise. I think it's like a twenty one percent rise in, in strokes. Oh, wow. And then when we drop back, there's a decrease. Okay. And so and there's also an increase and decrease in accidents, like car accidents. I believe that. Yeah. Um. And then hormonal balance. Yeah. It's good for that. Yeah. It's good for your digestive system. Yeah. It basically affects every major major organ system in your body. Yeah. And once your hormones get thrown out of whack, that everything gets thrown out of whack. So if your hormones for sleeping mm-hmm. are out of whack, it's going to just throw, I, I find it just throws everything off. So. Yeah. Your mood, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you're sleepy, we all know people grumpy, are grumpy. grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also uh, finding that it has a, it's a big player in mental health. Mental wellness is a top priority right now. Mm-hmm. So sleep should definitely be a top priority. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is interesting when you were talking about the accidents. So mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this, but interior design school is tough. Yeah. You talk to anybody that has gone to interior design school and they will tell you that they did not sleep. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that, but we have all these projects and studio projects that we have to do. And so I was not getting any sleep during, during school. And I actually, I didn't get in a wreck, but I scraped my car inside of my garage. I just like missed, missed it by a little bit. And so my garage had like a big scrape mark on the inside. And then I had, I still have the scrape mark on my car. It's still there. I haven't gotten it fixed. But it was, I had not slept. And I was like, I should not be driving right now. I mean, this is like super dangerous. Yeah. And, it and also, I couldn't remember how I got to one place from another, you know? It affects your judgment. Yeah. It can definitely affect your affect your judgment, I think, visually and also just affect your judgment in making decisions mm-hmm. if you're not getting enough sleep, mm-hmm. right? So if you're getting great sleep, you make better decisions. Yeah. So or, or you have better judgment. I yeah. I mean, normally, like if I didn't yeah. sleep for something, I would always be able to recover. But it was like this long stretch of time in interior design school where it was just like you just weren't sleeping like day after day after day and maybe getting like three hours, four hours of sleep. And then it just finally caught up with me. And I just like scraped the inside of my garage. And after that, I was like, okay, you need to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's so important. You know, when I was in design school, we actually built a, uh, we had a studio Uh and we built this structure over, we had, well, we had drafting tables then. And did you guys... I don't know. You probably... Yeah, we had drafting. Okay. We have drafting tables. You had like a loft, right? We had a loft. I think you told me this and then story. We, had, we built a structure and we put futons on the yes. top of it. And that's where we slept. And we would go over to the architecture building and take showers. Yeah. They wouldn't let us stay there like mm-hmm. one night whenever basically we weren't supposed to be there. And we were hiding inside <laughs> of the computer lab. We had a computer lab in the interior design program. And we were hiding in there because we were trying to do our renderings. And we needed to get them done. And then we were like, be quiet, be quiet. Cause we heard the security person and he was knocking on the door and we're like, don't say anything. Don't oh say anything. Gosh. And we just sat in there and then we heard him get the keys out and he opened up the door. We're just sitting in there and we're like, Hey, did he kick you out? He kicked us out. We said, okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. So we, we didn't, they wouldn't yeah. allow us to stay, but if we could have, we would have. Yeah. That's just Were the you the one that told me the story? I don't know. Somebody told me the story about them waking up and um, they were in the loft. That was me. That was you. And that your was class me. was we were, going my on. My class was going on. <laughs> I knew that and story. it was the middle of a cr- like critique. 
Like and, you woke and, I, up. and I woke up and I just remember I popped my head and I remember everybody started laughing. I'm like, why didn't anybody wake me up? And luckily the teacher, um, he was a super cool guy, very laid back. So he just thought it was comical. But um, yeah, that was me. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's a really up. funny story, but it is true. It yeah. is true. Yeah, you, the sleep, the sleep the, deprived. The, you're so sleep deprived. You, you pull so many all-nighters. And um, I guess, you know, I, I, you know, maybe it's not good at any age, but I think you can do it more when you're you're younger. And yes. I think, you know, when you have a period of a project, you know, if you had to get a project done and you stay up late and pull an all-nighter, um, I think it's okay as long as you recover, but it's when you go those long periods, yes. which is what yeah. what design school, I know architecture school is the mm-hmm. same exact way, mm-hmm. and, um, and then you have to go into these incredible, brutal crits, right? Yes. Where they pretty much tear your, well, architecture anyway. <laughs> oh, no, they tore us to pieces. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you come out of there sometimes and you're just like, oh, my gosh, what did I just go through? The critique, it prepares you it for real-life situations, and you can handle them. But, but yeah. you haven't had any sleep. So you haven't had any sleep. That emotional like, factor. Oh, I can tell you, like, we all, like, there was always somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a single person that didn't cry. If after in some critique or something, and you don't think you're going to, but when, mm-hmm. but when you're sleep deprived and whatever, the next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're like, <laughs> you're yep. like, you're like <laughs> well, okay, I'm crying. It's my turn. <laughs> I'm crying over interior design. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I guess another thing we wanted to talk about was setting up sleep routines, mm-hmm. how important that is. Yeah. You know, even in interior design, I think that it's important to set up a sleep routine. Like one of the things that I always tell people is, especially people that are having, you know, trouble sleeping is try to start to decompress like an hour before you actually want to be in bed. Um, like turn off your electronics. Don't get about Yeah, get them out of like out of the room. I I highly suggest to people not to have a TV in their room. I know that they're, you know, that's hard. A lot of people want to have a TV in your room, but if you cannot have a TV in your room, or at least don't watch it at night, like don't get into the habit of turning on the TV and falling asleep with the TV on. But also just the blue lights from these electronics can Mm -hmm. interrupt your sleep. Yeah, well, it it definitely, you know, those blue, like those blue lights suppress uh, melatonin. Uh Uh-huh. And so melatonin is what gets triggered when the sun starts to set. Right. And melatonin is a, it's a hormone, hormone. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hormone that helps you sleep. And so once that, and again, modern technology, we have lights in our house now. So we're out of sync with what's going on in nature. But once that lighting starts to get you know mm-hmm. starts to go down then it triggers melatonin and that's when we start kind of getting more drowsy right. and sleepy um but if we're always stimulated then it, we're not getting that and yeah. that's the other thing too even with interior design with lighting you know i highly i always highly suggest that people have layers of lighting mm-hmm. not just have overhead lighting where you have one switch and it's either on or off i always recommend dimmers mm-hmm. um as many dimmers as you can have they're always good and especially in your bedroom because when I go upstairs at night I don't turn on all the lights the overhead lights I'll turn on like two lamps and then maybe another light like a a low light in the bathroom I have three different lighting layers in the bathroom 
And so I'll turn on a low light just so that it starts preparing me mm-hmm. for starts so, releasing the melatonin because yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, starts preparing me for going to sleep. And you can you can do that with your lighting in your home. And I just think that it's important to be able to dim the lights, maybe only have on a couple of lamps. Mm-hmm. You know, don't have it like so bright, like right, right before you go to bed and then you get in the bed and then you expect for yourself to just be able to go to sleep. You know, yeah. it's not going to happen that way. Well, then you start tossing and turning and then you start having anxiety of not That's being true. able to go to sleep, which makes your anxiety even worse. That's so, true. I agree. I think your bedroom should be strictly for sleeping, mm-hmm. right? And intimacy. Maybe some, I was going to say, maybe, maybe some other things. Let's not leave that out. But yeah, maybe some other things. That's a different um, podcast. That's a different podcast. Um, but uh, but yeah, like you know, pair it for sleeping. You know, and um, I know a lot of people like reading books, but sometimes even that can be stimulating depending on yeah. what you're reading. Mm-hmm. But I saw this really cool product, and um, I have to remember the name. It's like Samoa Samoa. I haven't written down here. Yeah. But it's like a sun setting and sun rising. It's a light. And yes, and I, I was going to mention clock. that. It's like an alarm clock. I What's used to have. Well, I don't. I think there's different ones. Um, this is kind of a funny story, but I used to have one. So what it does is it rises like in the mornings. Let's say you have your alarm set for six a.m. Mm. Starting about five thirty, it'll get a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter, so that it gradually like wakes you up, sort of like I guess like a sunrise mm-hmm. to gradually wake you up. And then I guess it can do the same thing at night. It can gradually go off. But I had one uh-huh. and it does some kind of a click whenever the light is getting ready. It was a very, very faint noise that it would make when it would start to light up and I would throw the covers over my head. <laughs> so oh, it you would hear it. I would hear it. I would hear it. And I would throw the up. covers over my head every time. So it didn't work for me. I think it's a great concept if it works for other people, but I ended up getting That's rid of that light because it wasn't working for me. But it's a I, great concept. Yeah, I think it's a great concept. I have a lot of, um, I don't have blackout shades, and mm. so I have three windows in my, my bedroom. Same for me. So I see the sun, you know, like I... I like that. I like, I like the sun coming in in the mornings yeah. because it does wake yeah. me up. You know, I think it's for, you know, each individual. If mm-hmm. you're a person that really has a hard time sleeping, I do think that getting blackout shades are probably important um, and trying to get your room as dark as you can so that you can have that sleep. For me, I I have blackout curtains on um, one of my windows. Mm -hmm. And then it's funny because on two of them, I don't because I do like that that light to come in because it does help me wake up. But I also think too, preparing your room for sound, like Mm -hmm. acoustics, if maybe you live in the city and there are a lot of noises, any kind of textiles that you can put in your room, rugs, Mm -hmm. draperies, you can even put acoustical panels in your room. I did a really cool design for a bedroom for a couple. It was a huge bedroom with very large um, ceilings. Mm -hmm. There was sort of like an echo in the room. So what we did was we made these panels that were upholstered Mm. and it the panels were on the entire wall one wall and they were upholstered in this really neutral like gross way and then we did a custom headboard that was framed in wood and then it was also upholstered in that
that same microsuede and then the bed frame was upholstered in the microsuede. It was absolutely stunning. And it was one of my, I think one of my most favorite projects that I've yeah. done to date, but it was beautiful. And then it just, it helps so much with the acoustics. And then we put in these really tall draperies mm-hmm. and then they also had shears behind them so that you could pull the shears, you could still get some sunlight in. And then at night we had the blackout drapery and they could just have complete mm-hmm. darkness, nice and quiet. It was, a, and it was beautiful. And it was in a very neutral, calming, like kind of like a bluish gray color. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. But yeah, I do think that making it quiet and also Thank making... I think making it comfortable too. Well, definitely comfortable. I think um, something that you can kind of snuggle up in and relax in. Right. Um, And then the other thing is keeping it cool. Like, you know, like, and we were just talking about the difference between, or no, without a heater in cold weather Mm -hmm. and without AC in hot Mm -hmm. weather, like which one would you prefer? Mm -hmm. And I think um, we sleep better when it's cold. Yeah. And your body needs that cool down whenever you're Mm -hmm. sleeping. For me, I found that I need to have 100% cotton sheets. Yeah. I need to have something that's breathable. There's all these like really soft sheets out there that have like tinsel and all these different things in it. They just don't breathe enough. And yeah. so I finally came to the realization that I have to have cotton sheets. Yeah. And they don't even need to be like some super high thread count. Like a 400 thread count or above yeah. is really nice. But just to make that they're breathable. So even yeah. in like the winter, you know, they're good. And even yeah. in summer, they're good. So I just highly recommend thinking about that. Also to me, the other thing is vesting in a luxury mattress mm-hmm. is worth the price. Well, it's very important. Mm-hmm. You know, your posture when you sleep mm-hmm. is uh, very important because you want your spine in, a, in alignment mm-hmm. and you don't want any sags because yes. it can give you low back pain, yeah, uh, neck pain, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. And I think I don't know about the Tempur-Pedic. I know those tend to be they I've heard people complain about their hot. They, I don't really they can know. Be. I know that they have a lot of chemicals in them. And you know, the sheets, the cotton sheets, I was going to go back to that. For women and women when they get older and they start going through menopause. Oh yeah. It's uh, you know, one of the big things is as night sweats. Mm-hmm. And they can't sleep, That's you know. True. And so I think if you're in that age bracket you know, really trying to make sure that your room is a certain temperature and you have those cotton sheets mm-hmm. are going to help you sleep even mm-hmm. even better if mm-hmm. you're in that age group. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I guess talking about that too with the sleeping and getting hot and then you go through this thing where, you know, you sweat and then you get hot. So then you throw out the covers and then you get cold because mm-hmm. you were sweating. Yeah. So you're going through this whole thing. So if you can have a breathable fabric, it is a lot. It, it would is, be it'll, helpful. It'll be so much helpful for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the mattress, the other thing like we were talking, I did have a Tempur-Pedic mattress and I ended up taking it back. Because, was you, were you I, hot? It, I was hot. You know, not to talk bad about Tempur-Pedics oh, because yeah. I know that some people love them. And yeah. I think you just have to figure out what type of mattress for works for, for you. you. Yeah. It did not work for me and I needed to go to a regular mattress. Yeah. The one that I bought, I did a lot of research with Consumer Reports and reviews and it's a Sattva. 
mattress and it's made from organic cotton. You can actually order it online and they have a warranty. If you don't like it, you can return it. Mm. They have different firmnesses Mm. of the mattress. And now I just went on there and looked and I didn't realize they now actually do have a Tempur-Pedic type mattress on there. And they also have one of those almost like a sleep number type mattress. I love, I love it. And I know that there are several other interior designers that have also recommended it. And, and they're not, it's a luxury mattress that doesn't have that huge price tag to it. So I think just do your research And I, but I do think it's worth the investment. Yeah. I got a Casper. I don't really know that much about them, but I think that people really do like it. I enjoy it. Is it, it's not Tempur-Pedic? It's not, it's, it's like a memory foam, but it's not Tempur-Pedic. It's not the Tempur-Pedic memory foam. Okay. It's not, but it's, it's feel, it feels very similar. Okay. I really like it. Yeah. And I think it just depends. I think you probably have to just try out different mattresses, but whatever you do, I do think finding something just spend the money if it's it's worth it if you yeah. find something that what do you think a like middle of the road uh mattress cost middle of the road just kind or of middle not you know something that's very affordable for for, say, for a mattress i would say like, twenty five hundred dollars okay so because i know you can spend a lot of money on them what's, oh what's you can spend a lot of money on a mattress okay there are some mattresses yeah. that are like fifteen thousand dollars that you can spend on them yeah. but i would say anywhere from like twenty hundred to thirty five hundred dollars on a on a mattress is probably yeah about middle road yeah. you can get a good mattress for that Bible. and also size yeah. if you're if you're sharing your bed yeah. with another person i think it's worth the investment to get a king to have space i will never go back i mean i, I, I sleep king. in a king bed by myself so yeah well <laughs> i sleep sideways i sleep you can do it ever i know I share it with Finn, but yeah, it's, um, I will never go back to anything. You know, my yeah. parents have been a queen and sometimes I go to home I and I, people do it I don't know how person. they do it. And they, and they, it's them too. And when my, well, when Finn stays with them, two dogs that sleep yeah. with them, I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like <laughs> I want to spread out. Yeah. I just think having that extra space and you know, if you don't, if you want to sleep closer together, sleep. you can, yeah. but then you also have the option to be able to sleep, you know, a yeah. little bit further apart. And you also don't feel that, you know, the other person kind of like moving around and stuff as mm-hmm. much. So I do recommend if you're sharing the bed with somebody, look into getting a king mattress. It can totally help you sleep. I'm all for that. <laughs> I am all for that. <laughs> but also just, oh, another thing is the placement. You don't want the side of your bed feeling like you're vulnerable. Studies have shown that if your headboard is against the wall and the foot of your bed is facing towards the door, that you feel more at ease. So that's another thing to think about. And also probably not having a lot of clutter underneath your bed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to store like sheets or blankets, that's different. But I wouldn't have a lot of things yeah. underneath your bed if possible so that you can sort of have that energy flow through your room. And also just not having a lot of clutter in your room in general. We've talked about clutter before and we're going to have a full episode on decluttering. It also, it clutters your mind. It's shown to increase stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I think if any place, try to make your room not as cluttered. Maybe just have as few pieces as furniture as you can in there. And I definitely wouldn't have like a desk, like a working desk. 
yeah. in your, in sure your bedroom. Sure, it's very different these days with COVID. People have I'm moved sure. into their, I know a couple people that have their desks. But they, maybe they, if you could have it where it's a desk that closes or you yeah. close it up or something like that. And maybe, you know, the bills and the work is not sitting there piling up on your desk while you're also yeah. trying to relax yeah. and sleep. Or if there is a way to put your desk in another area, like we talked about the clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the luxury of having a big enough closet, maybe you could carve out a little space in there for an office. Yeah. I understand that we're in different times right now and you got to do what you got to do. But if you can try to keep the, the bills and the work outside of the, outside <laughs> the side of, of the, the bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. And then another thing we always talk about is colors, mm-hmm. color therapy. I think just keeping like blues and greens, maybe even blushes and pinks, mm-hmm. nothing super bright that's going to energize you. Think about neutral colors. Nothing. I wouldn't even do a stark white because mm-hmm. I also think that can energize you in some way. People are starting to move a little bit away from grays and they're getting more into the taupey neutrals. Mm-hmm. But gray is still in. So I think the grays are really nice, like a cool gray for the bedroom. And then texture is important. Making things cozy in your mm-hmm. room using different textures. You could even have a texturized wall covering in there. That would be really nice. And then also think about scents. Think like a lavender spray or essential oils. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think lavender is really nice. Lavender. Even having like a really nice soaking tub in your bathroom, you could take a really nice, if you have time, you could take a really nice soak. Or I think you've even mentioned a hot shower. Yeah. Um, helps to it helps relax, relax you. Relax you and calm you down. Mm-hmm. And then also think about even like soothing sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, a sound machine or I've mentioned this before. I actually on my Google, I, I tell Google good night and then it starts playing uh, cricket noises for me, which I really like. But I also at times when I haven't been able to sleep, I'll ask Google to play relaxing music for an hour mm-hmm. and it'll play like this relaxing spa music for an hour and it just puts me right to sleep. So I think even if you need some kind of white noise sound in there, you, anything just to relax you or to drown out any other sounds that are around that are going to distract you, I think would be good. I think also meditation is really nice to do. Mm-hmm. You can do a nice body scan to help you relax. Um, I use uh, Calm a lot. I use the Sleep Stories, which is really nice. And oh yeah, I tried to look, tried to find Sleep Stories on other places. Uh-huh. I got this really weird like Sleep Story that came, I don't even know what it was, and I was like, I don't think that's what I'm supposed to be listening to. <laughs> Uh, did you see it? But it wasn't calm? on calm. Yeah, no, they have some great sleep stories. They have um, Matthew McConaughey sings, uh, reads one. Um, um, it's they're good. They're really really good. Um, I don't know how much calm is. I just yeah, because I already do insight. I do oh, inside right. timer for my meditation. That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just trying. I thought, well, maybe Spotify has something mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Pandora. I probably just need to look into it a little bit more, but. They're good. I, I like them. They're just, you know, most of the people have really calm voices uh-huh. and, you know, they're, th- the stories are really good. There's actually one, the Camino uh, de Santiago that I listened to, Uh and I actually stayed up because I've done the walk, Uh and I had to listen to every word of it, and so I actually stayed up listening to that one. But like Matthew McConaughey, he just has this real kind of... Oh, he does. He really does. Um, And then there's another one, uh, the theory of relativity. It puts me to sleep every single time. (laughs) 
I don't even know what the first word is of that That's one. That's really funny. But it's just this kind of, the rhythm is really, okay. there's a rhythm to them. Does it play? Do you have it play for like, does it automatically shut off? Or Yeah, it shuts off after um, after the story. Oh, okay. But, and I, I, so, sometimes it shuts off and sometimes it doesn't because I have a the fire. Like you can they have sounds mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll wake up and that will still be on. Oh, okay. But it's on my charger, so it doesn't like okay. put my phone down okay. or anything. But I, I really like the sleep, sleep stories. I do body scans a lot. I, you know, a lot of times I'll do like some really deep breaths while I'm in the bed mm-hmm. just to kind of release everything. Um, I think um, there's – I don't know if it was a study, but – I think it takes 16 really deep breaths, and you want to make sure they're really, really deep, like in the belly, because if you breathe too shallow, it turns on your nervous system. Oh, it's kind okay. of you start, it's kind of puts you in that fight or flight. I could see that. Yeah. yeah so breathing really deeply. So um, I like to do that, uh, and then I also think that if you, being an acupuncturist and herbalist, mm-hmm. I see I see a lot of insomnia and. Um, you know, insomnia for us is just a sign and symptom of something else. So when I see people, I go through all of this, right? Okay. How is your sleep? You know, like what are, what's your routine in the evening? You know, because if it is due to environment, it's very different than if something's going on physiologically inside yeah. the person, right? Like, so, but because there's a lot of different reasons, like women going through menopause is huge. Um, and we call that a kidney yin deficiency. Mm-hmm. So normally some acupuncture and doing an herbal formula works really, really well for them yeah and then addressing okay make sure you have a certain temperature in your house make sure i didn't know about i didn't think about the cotton cheese that's yeah that's a great um a great idea so you know maybe i'll add that to Mm -hmm. that you know now Mm -hmm. but but doing um some there's also other sleeping aids out there right and do you know that we've spent 41 billion dollars in 2016 on sleeping pills wow that's a lot of money on sleeping aids. That's a lot of people that can't sleep. I, I know that I see on social media, some people complain about sleep all the time. I know friends that have issues with sleeping. I and mean, it's, 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 and a, it's gotten worse. It's gotten worse. And the thing is, they have found that the sleeping aids don't, you still don't get a good night rest with them. Because right? you never go into that deep sleep, right? Yeah. You yeah. never get that deep sleep that you need. So I find that very interesting. So if you can stay off of those, it's best. I mean, and then some of them are very habit-forming. Some of them are habit-forming. And mm-hmm. there are deaths associated mm-hmm. with sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. So if you can stay off of them and use more natural supplements and do more environmental yeah. type of solutions, I think that's always the best. Um, you can do melatonin over the counter, although I have read that melatonin really beneficial for uh, jet lag. It's mm. more, it, it works better on jet lag than anything else. Okay. But you can also do something called GABA, which is a neuro, it's a precursor to a neurotransmitter, mm-hmm. which is very, very calming. I love GABA. I think GABA is amazing. Okay. And valerian roots, I don't have a whole lot of experience with valerian mm-hmm. root. Mm-hmm. Valerian roots are a Western herb. I do Eastern herbs. And the way that we use herbs is very different than the West. Okay. So we do pattern identification, mm-hmm. right? We differentiate and say like five people can walk in with insomnia and I'll diagnose them all differently. Right. Um, 
And, you know, but in, in, in the West, if you go to the doctor and say, I have insomnia, they'll, you have insomnia, you get a sleeping pill, right? Right, right. So the way, so if you came in, it, you might have a kidney yin deficiency. Mm-hmm. If somebody else came in, I might diagnose them with heat in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody else came in, I might say, oh, it is a, um, a heart and spleen disharmony, mm-hmm. you know? So that is how we diagnose. And then I would apply the points and the herbs accordingly, right? So our herbs have been broken down into these patterns okay. where valerian root i don't know how you know i don't know how to use that from a from a western i mean from an eastern perspective right because i just know it's for sleep so i think that's why some of these herbs work for people and it, and it does it's not a it can't work for everyone and it doesn't work for mm-hmm. everyone you know because i don't know what that pattern that mm-hmm. it treats and mm-hmm. i think it'd be i'm not the one to do this but if anybody is listening that is an acupuncturist or an herbalist um, I think it'd be great if somebody took Western herbs, categorized them in our Eastern mm-hmm. way. I do know that Tracy was talking about with sleep, Eastern and Western therapies together. Mm-hmm. So I do think that she is going to talk oh, a little bit fun. more about that. So that'll yeah. be interesting yeah, to see be... her, what she has to say about that. Yeah. Cause I think herbs and um, acupuncture are amazing for, for mm-hmm. sleep. I um, will tell you this one. Um, the times that I have gotten acupuncture treatments with Sherry, I, sh- she leaves you on the table for a little while with the acupuncture needles in. It is the best sleep that I get on that table. And it's only like, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you, 30 30 minutes, minutes. in there. Mm-hmm. And I would always ask her, like, did you hear me? Because I woke myself <laughs> up like I was snoring. Like so, I made this. <laughs> so many people do that. I mean, but it is the best sleep that I would get. I would just be knocked out. It's really great for just turning off that nervous yeah, system. And yeah. I think it's just, um, it's a, it's, it's pretty amazing. I've, I've seen people get up and hit walls. They run into walls. We call it the AccuZone. <laughs> what we call it. <laughs> well, I used to kind of feel this like kind of Zen feeling too after I was like, I don't know if this is, if I'm really feeling this or just convinced myself that deep 20 minute of sleep, man, that was good. awesome. Oh yeah. It was good. Yeah. Especially because it. I think it, at some point when I was coming to you, I was having some trouble sleeping. So yeah. it was, and I was in school. And so it was that probably why I was in there, like knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, did you hear me? Cause I woke myself up. <laughs> well, let's just say you've left my office a little bit safer. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I, I, um, I think, uh, I think acupuncture and herbs are really, really great. So if anybody has trouble sleeping out there, wherever you are located, I suggest finding someone, um, and doing your best day off the sleeping pills. If you need them, you need them, but um, maybe if it's just like a, if you really need them, maybe it's just like a temporary fix, but, um, yeah, try not to stay on them long-term. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, what else? We could wrap it up, do a little synopsis. Um, for me, it's basically, you know, just setting up your space for an optimal sleeping environment. Your your bedroom and your sleeping environment can greatly improve your sleep. And, you know, I talked about a lot of things that you can do to set up that environment. And then Sherry talked about all the benefits. And Yeah, I think one of the, the you can't go wrong with improving your sleep. True. You just can't. It, it, I think that um, a good question that everyone can ask themselves is, if you got better sleep, more sleep, 
what would change? Exactly. You know, how would your life be if you if you got be? more sleep? You yeah. would be you could be less stressed. You probably mm-hmm. would be more productive. Better decisions. Better decisions. Better relationships. Healthy. Like maybe even you would eat better because I you know when better. I'm sleep deprived, I want to eat comfort food and that, so or sugar. People want or, like yeah, sugar, sugar and caffeine. And, so caffeine. and those are some of the things you should avoid before bed too. At least yes, four to six alcohol hours. Alcohol and caffeine. Four to six mm-hmm. hours before. Mm-hmm. Bed. So, though the caffeine four to six hours, probably yeah. no alcohol at night if you want to get a really, really good night's sleep because it doesn't. It's like the sleeping pills, you know, it just, it doesn't allow you to go into like that. Like you really kind of go sleep. to sleep in the beginning when you have alcohol, you'll, you'll go to sleep, but then you wake up or mm-hmm. I find myself, like if I've had a couple of glasses of wine before I go to bed, I find that I get really hot Yeah, when well, I'm wine's sleeping. Hot. Remember, yeah. remember I told you? Oh yeah. <laughs> we were, dr- we, I will say we were drinking some wine to we keep were, warm. We were well, Sherry was drinking wine. I was drinking Prosecco and it was helping. So. Hey, anything to warm up. <laughs> It was good. Um, But no, like, you know, sleep can also help with memory. Mm -hmm. And if you have chronic pain, it can help with chronic pain, Uh, stronger bones. It's also been linked. uh, Well, uh, sleep deprivation has also been linked to Alzheimer's. Because one of the things that your brain does, the number one thing is that it it gets rid of toxins. There's all this kind of byproduct and debris Uh that's in your brain. Uh And I've heard it. um, They explained it like a dishwasher. It's like you're going through all these cycles to wash your brain. And so when you get these toxic buildups, it can it it the results are disease mm-hmm. and so they're thinking that that could be related to alzheimer's they're, interesting yeah um so it's a cleansing so this neurochemical cleansing that happens mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. so you definitely want to make sure that you're and i think that really i think that that happens we'll have to clarify this with tracy but i think it happens in the REM sleep okay when that happens it's okay. that deep deep sleep where you're pretty much just you know your body goes you're, you're actually paralyzed yeah and that way you don't like hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I find that very interesting. Oh, but- the other thing that I wanted to mention that I found out was when you get older, yeah. you may need to change your mattress mm-hmm. because your pressure points on your body change and are more sensitive mm-hmm. when you're older. And so a mattress that worked for you, maybe like a mattress that was really firm or that may not work for you when you're older. So if you are having trouble sleeping, that may be the thing like this mattress, mattress that worked for you before may not is may point. not working for you now. And it's not that the mattress has gone bad. It's, it's just, just that your body has changed with age. So That's a good point. Yeah. It's a really good point. And I guess the number, well, here's another thing that sleep can help you do. Lose weight. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I've it, actually it, heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It helps uh, your your metabolic processes mm-hmm. or processes, mm-hmm. I guess is, is the word. But yeah, and it can also help you live longer. Okay. So there, that, that is, I mean, <laughs> that is like more than 10 reasons to mm-hmm. sleep well. I think there, I forget what the, the research is, but they do say like if you, you know, don't get enough sleep, like however many years it cuts off your life. So, mm-hmm. and I think it's pretty substantial. And you can't make it up. It's not like yeah. you can not sleep for a few days and all of a sudden make it all up. Right. It also ages you faster if you don't sleep. Actually, you know what? We actually need to talk to Tracy about that because yeah. she did a study yeah. on, and I forget what her study was, but I can't remember if she found out that you could make up sleep, but you couldn't bank it or mm-hmm. vice versa. There was okay. there was something like that, but we can ask her about it. It was really interesting yeah. because she also is the one that told me about the sleep hangover. And that's basically whenever you haven't had enough sleep and then the next day, 
way you sleep and catch up on your sleep, Mm -hmm. you feel way worse. Like you feel that grogginess and kind of fogginess that you feel after you've kind of caught up Mm -hmm. on your sleep. And that's that whole, that sleep hangover. And Mm -hmm. She's the one that told me about that because she did it in her research. But I have to ask her about yeah, that. I can't remember, but it's one or the other. It's like I think you can't bank sleep, mm. but you can make it up. It'll be interesting to talk to her about it then. All right. Well, that's our next one. I think that's it for sleep one. I think that's it. Um, and then for sleep two, we're going to get more into it. And I'm really excited to talk to Tracy. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun interview. Yeah. Well, thanks, this, but yeah. that, this one will be on Zoom. Yes, it'll be on Zoom. So because so, yeah. she's in Maryland. So yeah. cool. Well, thanks, right. everyone. Thanks, everyone. Join us every other week for a new episode. Go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to us so you don't miss out on any new episodes. And please share our podcast with your family and friends. If you like what you hear, please give us five stars and a positive review. It will greatly help our rating and success of the podcast. You can also keep up with us on Instagram and Facebook at Health Dwellness. To find out more information, visit our website at healthdwellness.com. We welcome your input. If you have any ideas, comments, or questions, you can email us at healthandwellness at gmail.com.